Hey there, Zesty Boys. Welcome back to the Zesty Podcast. My name, of course, is Tony Shire. I'm Maggie. And we don't have video this time because I'm a big dumb idiot. And so now you just got to listen to the sweet, sweet, savory sound of our voices and you don't get to see our pretty faces. And if you could see us, you'd know that the well, <laughs> you can probably hear that the audio doesn't sound as good as normal. We're not in the multi-million dollar studio. We're actually on location, which I was kind of excited to have in the video that we're not in the studio this time. But, you know, I'm a big dumb idiot, so so we're here with just audio. It's okay. We have nice pieces. <laughs> Why'd you revert back to your full nervous state? Because now... Like, I can't show any facial expressions and I have to talk. Wait, so, so you're more nervous that people can't watch you during this than... No, I think I got used to not always talking and just kind of being in there. <laughs> well, you're still here. <laughs> but, yeah, so the the video, the normal video watchers, listeners, are now taken down to the level of the Spotify listeners except for the fact that the Spotify listeners just, as of yesterday when this will be released, got the last two episodes because I forgot to put those on Spotify also because I'm stupid. So that's basically what this boils down to. And we are, of course, brought to you by the mixtape Santa Glicere 350, the 350th mixtape in the Santa Glicere lineup. And this one... And guess what it's called? You can't. It's called. Okay, I'll give you one guess. What's it called? Uh, Santi. Santi. No, no. It's <laughs> called Graphic Card Blues, and it's got all sorts of juicy, juicy tunes. And I only say that because the first song is by Old Juice World, Lucid Dreams, and that's just a little taste. Here, another song, David Bowie, Hilden, and then. The Viagra Boys, sports. See, there's all sorts of different music, some that I'm sure you've heard before, some that I'm sure you haven't heard before, and some that you might have not heard in a long time. No, you got it all in one mixtape. How you feeling today, old Margaret? Um, I feel good. I feel crispy. You feel crispy? Yeah. Like sunburned? Yeah. We're at the beach also, and that's why yeah. you might be hearing cicadas behind us or cars revving. And we're on the we're on, <laughs> we're on the porch and we're outside because I don't want to annoy my family because we're on the old old Tony family vacation. Also, if people ever played Wii Fit, it looks like the uh, meditation game on Wii Fit. What does? Like where we're sitting because of the candle, and it slowly gets darker and darker. Like the more you're not meditating, or like. It's basically, you sit on the Wii Fit board, and then the more you moved, the more the candle would go out. And so you then, tried to keep the candle up? Yeah, but you guys, yes, it's true. Um, but this yeah. is what it looks like. I don't think I really really ever played Wii Fit that much. I think I like weighed myself and then played like the skiing and the hula hoopy game. Oh, yeah. But that, I think that was it. I, don't really, I didn't really play Wii Sports that much. I did bowling just occasionally because for a while when you went to people's houses that's what you did is just play yeah. Wii bowling tennis i play a little bit i never did boxing really oh boxing was kind of hard yeah, i don't think i ever really did it baseball was there Wii baseball yeah yeah there was yeah i did that a little bit at Wii sports resort is one yeah, of or that. yeah, that's one of those games that like i never had and i feel like People who had it were way too into the Wii. Yeah. I was like the archery and all that all stuff. All we had 
like the biggest addition that we got was we fit but what we had the we came with like the play we play or whatever mm. so we had those games and yeah. then we sports was on there i think so. we had we play i don't think i ever really played i think we that play. just that comes like when you buy shit, it yeah it? yeah and then just dance we play oh yeah i never, never like just dance i had a in middle school for pe they had like two days a week they just made it just dance day and they turn all the lights off in the gym and have a projector and then Four random students out of the yeah, 200 so that were in it would just play it while the other kids had to yeah. do the dances. And then the coaches would, like, film it and stuff. It was really weird. Well, now there's YouTube videos of just watching the Just Dance. So really lazy PE teachers will just put those YouTube mm-hmm. videos on, not even let the kids Not even play. play. They're just playing. Yeah, they're just watching it. Yeah, I don't know. I hated that because I, I don't know. It's just kind of cringy. And if they, they, like, yelled at you for not dancing, it was, like, the exact opposite of Footloose. Oh, God. I'm also tired. I just I don't know if you could hear you yawn. I forget there's no visual element on this one, so I can do whatever I want. I wasn't yawning at you. Yeah. Like I said, I'm crispy. Yeah, and it is also 10 o'clock. This is 12 hours before the podcast will be released tomorrow because I'm very bad at planning things out, and I just have a very... Well, at least you didn't forget. Very small brain. No, yeah. you just have a packed brain. A, pa- a packed brain. Yeah. <laughs> very small and very packed with uses. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very dense. <laughs> I have been described as dense before. What does dense mean? Like, kind of dumb. No, I think dense means you're into yourself. I don't think so. But maybe it's dumb. We'll look it up. Dense urban dictionary. I typed in dendy, which there is an urban dictionary thing for it. Dense uh, uh, is you. Oh, God, this is long. Jesus. I thought Urban Dictionaries were supposed to be like funny. That is like four paragraphs. Yeah. Oh, if used as a figure of tech, if, if used as a figurative of a person, then dense means that it's difficult to explain, that it's difficult to explain anything to that person because they can't make sense of complex ideas because their head is too dense or too thick to get anything through. Mm. So. Kind of dumb. Or stubborn. No. Not really stubborn. Because stubborn, it's like you would believe, you would know that that's the truth, but not agree with it because you don't want to, I would think. True. I'm thinking like stubbornly arrogant. Like you're just like, whatever. I don't want to listen to anyone else or develop a new opinion. I just want to sit. Yeah. I think dense is you can't even comprehend the complex new opinion. Yeah. Based off of that definition. But anyways, I, that's I, not you. <laughs> I just meant like your brain you has be, a lot. You could be very, very smart and be stubborn and just not, yeah. but not accept the answers you don't like, even though you know they're probably right, and be mad that they're right. Yeah. Be mad at the world and not accept it because that's who you be. I'm interested to see if I can hear all these cicadas and stuff when I'm editing this audio in the next hour. I feel bad. Why do you feel bad? Because when the cars were revving, should I have just stopped talking? No. Oh, I didn't know if it makes it difficult when you have like two different noises. I don't know. We're going to see how much different. Because I'm interested to see if I can start doing like zesty podcast on location and just like do it in different places. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how much lower the audio quality is going to be like out here versus the multi-million dollar studio that I have set up. So we'll see. Well, I guess I'll see. 
and then the viewers will hear because yeah. they can't see. So I just have to figure out a picture to put on this. I don't have a Carter thumbnail. You so. just take a picture of this setup. Just take a no. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably just put some wacky picture. Aww. Vote down in the comments what picture I should use, but it's gonna be too late. Yeah, that's a joke. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's about the the maximum amount of laughs that this episode <laughs> of the podcast is gonna get. What? <laughs> Speak your mind into the microphone. I'm not a good guest. <laughs> and I think viewers can tell if I'm on here, it's just not worthy. Yeah, I just need a picture of your cleavage for the thumbnail because that's what gets views on no. YouTube. And also, I'm always the one that gets your gets a dislike for you with your podcast. What do you mean? I think Every most single of them one. have a dislike. Every single one has one extra dislike, or maybe it's one dislike. I don't think that's true. It is true. Let's see. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go through because now I don't have to worry about the video being a thing. Uh, where my playlist podcast podcast fifty six videos. So let's see. Maggie Tuck Catholicism episode forty has. One thumbs down. Let's see if it'll load. Two thumbs down. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Has 14 thumbs up, though. And then the one with just me and Joey has one thumbs down. I told you. But, but 12 <laughs> thumbs up. Now, with me and you again, has one thumbs down. And then me, Joey, and Mitchell. Uh, this internet's really slow with the speech. One thumbs down. So there's someone who constantly watches all of these and just and just thumbs, <laughs> and just them, thumbs down. them down. They're, they're they're gunning for my for my position. Hmm. Not my sweet cushy position of and being a, a failing YouTube channel. No, you can't see who likes or dislikes it. Mm. Like I'm, I probably should like my own videos. Cause I heard that helps. I like I did that for a while, but now I just kind of I'm not even well. With like tags and stuff like that, I'm not even like trying. I'm because th- I think YouTube dislikes it when you try to lie about the tags to mm-hmm. like, like if I were to put like Gus Johnson, who's a big YouTube guy, if I were to put him in my tags, I think they get upset about that. Cause they know it's not real, and that used to be a way that you could kind of get traction in like the recommendations and stuff. But I think the tags mostly are just for trying to help people find your videos if they like misspelled it and stuff so putting like like for the zesty brews one i'll put zesty brews zesty beer zesty beer reviews even though that's not what it's called it kind of it's related i don't know i don't really yeah like search engine i don't think youtube really cares about my channel (laughs) because i don't bring them any traction but i don't know how to work the metadata and or either that or it's just not working you know but it is what it is, baby. That's like the there's a really good comic artist on Instagram that everyone should go follow. Their name is Benny Majero, I think. I'm gonna look it up just to be sure, but they're very good. Yeah, Benny oh Benny Mont B Jenny Montero. But yeah, B Jenny Montero. They're very good. Very nice art style. They say cool things. What would you say your favorite artist is? Carter Jackson. Carter Jackson. 
That was my answer. Like <laughs> or the, Sebastian Laura. Okay. We're, we're like those fish from SpongeBob who each got each other a box. <laughs> we both just really like Carter Jackson, and he's our favorite. Wow. People listen to the Numa Numa song. It's the what song? Numa Numa. It was one of the first viral videos. It's the fat guy going, like, lip singing to that song that they were just playing. Uh, I just dropped my phone on the table. I just. It, that's a Rihanna song? It's not a Rihanna song. Rihanna did like a cover of it. Or not a cover, but just kind of influenced by it. I think the song is called... Okay, uh, but it is at the beginning of one of her songs. Yeah, but it's, she not didn't... She, yeah, she didn't make it. I think it's... This one's called Drago Stay Dinte, and it's the exact same song. So I don't know if that's oh, the yeah. actual title. But yeah, I wonder if we can figure out when this song came from. I wonder if that's yeah, that's definitely their number one song, 110 what million. Year? That's, I'm getting to that 2002 Disco okay. Zone. Gotcha. So before Rihanna, Riri. I guess she was. Uh, did you just say a slur for someone with a mental disability? Riri. Riri. No. What, uh, what would that mean? Like retarded. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're a Riri. Never heard that before. That's a slur? I mean, it's not like an official slur, but in middle school, I used to hear people say re-re when referring to someone with, like, like instead of saying they were retarded, they were re-re. Are you know. sure they weren't referring to Rihanna? I'm 100% sure they were Oh, all my friends would refer Rihanna in middle school. Oh, well, they, when they were talking about someone with a special needs, they would say that, so I don't think they were calling them Rihanna. Which they might have been localized to my middle well, school. Well, I'm not going to call her Riri anymore. I mean, I don't think. I it, think I heard it. I don't think a it's lot. really a slur. I think that's just something I heard people say. But yeah, you can say that about anything. So also, I never know what what. She, I feel like I've heard her say her name three different ways. I mean, if she says Riri, and y- you're fine calling Oh, no, her, I don't know if she has said it. But you're still fine calling her Riri. That was just an anecdote from my childhood. <laughs> and I doubt anybody still refers to people with special needs as Riri's, or that they ever really did, other than middle, m- middle school boys in my locker room. Your personal My personal room. locker room, <laughs> where I keep the middle school boys. <laughs> And make them play Just Dance. Oh, God. Keeps them fit. Yeah, they're all shredded. Yeah. What's your favorite health food? Um, what, what, what do you consider health foods? Well, I remember I used to think, um, what are they called? They're not crunch bars. That's candy. Nutri-grain um, bars? Cliff bars. I used to think that those were healthy. Aren't but they? I don't know, because I remember I ate them once. In class, and Dr. Mason, uh, she's a scary, intimidating, very fit woman from some foreign land. We never really figured out which one. Mm -hmm. But um, she, like, ripped me to shreds. She was like, you know, those really aren't healthy. They're full of sodium, and it's just going to bog you down. Yeah, there's a lot of those things, like energy chews and stuff. It's, like, kind of marketed as being healthy, I think, because, like, when you're running marathons and stuff, you eat them, them. But, like... It's just kind of that's, candy. That's like, probably like what Cliff Bar. You yeah, probably Cliff Bars are for like hiking and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's and not like good for everyday, <laughs> everyday chewing. But yeah. when you're deprived of nutrients, Cliff Bars have a lot of them. Those are ones I don't think anybody actually likes them. I think people tolerate 
some of them because they're so grainy. But whenever I would eat them, there were flavors I liked more and they were, tasted almost good, but it was mm. like I'm still eating a Cliff Bar. Like I'm still eating a protein I, bar. I liked, the, I liked them a lot better but, than those Nature Valley bars. Really? So like if you were hungry, you'd reach for one because you enjoy the taste of them? The, only the chocolate chip ones or whatever. Yeah, I like the chocolate chip banana one. The banana cho- they just kind of taste like banana yeah. bread. There's like some purple wrapper one that comes... They're like called Z Cliff Bars or something. I don't mm. know. It comes in a box with a lot in them, so my parents would get that. Mm-hmm. I don't like those. Oh. Yeah, the ones that because my sophomore year of college, I ate them a lot, which was conveniently also when I worked at an outdoor center. So there might have been some peer pressure on that front. Who is texting me? Oh, um, but so there might have been some peer pressure on that front. But I ate the. What was it? The cho- regular chocolate chip ones, and those were all right. In relation to Cliff Bars, I would never reach for one just mm-hmm. to, for a casual snack. It was always for breakfast because it was I had to eat something. Were they lying around a lot at the rack? Because I remember they, they were, sponsored because yeah. they sponsor the True Blue Five K no, every yes. year. And Southern there was Adventures always a surplus. just always had a ton of them. Yeah, there's just a bunch. But I, I bought them also because it wasn't just a cheap breakfast option. Yeah, they do you fill you up. Bought them for like a box for like four dollars, and there was six of them. Yeah. yeah, I would I had regular chocolate chip, then chocolate chip banana, then mint, and then uh, blueberry crisp or blueberry pie. I don't know. They were all four Cliff Bars. They were all mm. good. But again, I would not reach for them casually for a snack. It was kind of the the goodest it could get for being something that I don't want to eat. Yeah. For eating a sand bar, essentially. But I'm also historically picky in almost every aspect of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think during a marathon you would eat that? I'd probably eat candy during yeah, a marathon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because, I mean, when I ran, I ran 18 miles and ate Twizzlers. Yeah. And then I ran, like, 14 once, and I was eating, like, sour straws, like, sour straw bites and Mike and Ikes. And mm-hmm. the Mike and Ikes tasted better, but they got stuck in your teeth, and your when your mouth is dry, it's, like, really hard to get it out. And I think I got cuts on my tongue from it. And the sour straws didn't taste as good while running, but they were much easier to mm. eat. But Twizzlers, I think, if I hadn't have, because the method I was looking at said eat, start eating early so that you don't mm-hmm. have to like start eating a bunch. So it's just you're always constantly eating. And so I did that, but I also just ate right before I ran too. And so I think my stomach was already like set for like the first four miles. But instead, I started eating a Twizzler every kilometer. And then by like mile eight, I just felt disgusting. Felt like I was gonna yeah. throw up Twizzlers everywhere. But after like I kind of was getting into it, Twizzlers were fine, and they they don't stick to your teeth. They don't like mm. make your mouth burn or make your mouth dry. So I'd say Twizzlers are a solid running snack. Yeah. Which I'll oh, go ahead. Do you eat it? Why do you eat it? Because you feel hungry, or um, I read that uh, while I was really into running, I read that. If you go on any run longer than an hour, you need to be eating while running because, yeah. and I know why because um, the first time I ran for like longer than an hour, I ran ten miles like on that trail, mm-hmm. and it was very difficult. But I wasn't eating during it because I didn't know you were supposed to. And when I got done, I had just zero energy. And when I was driving home, I thought that I was actually going to just like pass out and die while driving. Yeah. And I like found like a, a Christmas 
candy. It was like a marshmallow, chocolate-covered marshmallow Santa, and I ate that, and I could feel my teeth, like, screaming because it was just so sugary and just felt awful, but it was just nutrients. I I was, like, probably one of the hungriest I've ever been. Yeah. and then I realized I looked it up and realized you're supposed to eat because you're burning so many nutrients. Uh, yeah, I need to. I think that's what is why I have issues when I hit a certain mile mark is that maybe I'm not eating, and that's my mm-hmm. body's way of telling me like. Yeah, because and Twizzlers are good. Like you already like Twizzlers. Yeah, and I don't know. And the the method that like I was trying when I did the long run, which which makes sense, which I would do again if I went on a long run is. Mm-hmm. Just instead of like waiting till you get hungry and eating a bunch, just kind of eat like like I broke them up into little quarters and would eat a quarter Twizzler every kilometer, just mm-hmm. so you're not eating that much. But you're always just ha- you have like a constant like stream. Yeah. And those sports beans and gel chews, they're just sugar. It's just yeah. quick carbs. Like I w- when I was doing that, I uh, this one ultra marathon uh, runner lady said she always does Milky Ways because it's all the same. It's just yeah. sugar to give you quick energy my cousins would um drink uh the how you make jello but the sugar mm-hmm. like before you make the jello they would just drink straight That's, out of those packets i think my mom said like when she was on track in high school and that she did the same thing they were just like or they they wouldn't drink it but they would just like she would yeah. like, like eat it with her fingers like little jello yeah powder. They, they do that they would do that for swimming though mm-hmm. which and then like i remember when they first said that i was like eight or something i was like oh i'm gonna be so cool and that my next summer league meet i'm gonna eat all of this and it gave me such a bad headache <laughs> so for my sugar. well also for like for your to race a, a one yeah. lap as an eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> and then i got in so much trouble because i left my swim bag by on my bathroom counter with all the uh jello powder in it mm-hmm. by a window and then we went to florida for like a month and a half we came back and the bathroom was covered in ants. Really? Yeah, because it was right by the window and like it was just jello sugar just mm. everywhere. Okay. <laughs> and I tried to hide it and I just was pouring water everywhere and just ants just, everywhere. I'm surprised the ants didn't get rid of it all in that time. I, yeah, it was a lot of ants. I've never seen that many ants in my life. Really? Were they fire ants? No, they're all black ones. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, fire ants are awful. When I was in uh, second grade, um, uh, my teacher had worked up in like Wisconsin or Michigan. Her and they like she lived up there, and they just moved to Florida, and she was teaching in Florida. And she was like, "Oh, we should build ant farms uh, for the kids. Like, we cut like all these like two liters like bottles up, and we're gonna make ant farms." And my mom was uh, long-term subbing for, like, a class that was, like, also a second grade. And she's like, do you? Like, are you sure it's a good idea? And the lady's like, oh, yeah, we do this every year up in Michigan. But they don't have fire ants up yeah. in Michigan, or at least they didn't wherever she lived. And so we started, like, digging in these ant piles, like, outside. And all the kids were just getting destroyed by fire ants. And then she started getting bitten, and, and it was just a whole <laughs> yeah, fiasco. No. We, ended up, we ended up with ant farms with fire yeah. ants, but... I don't think she did that again. Yeah, because especially because some people can have really bad allergies. My yeah. grandma had terrible allergies. I think the them. kids who knew they were allergic were like, Mm-mm, "No, not thank doing you." That. Or they like stood by and watched. Yeah. But I, I got bit by a few ants. But I guess if you don't really know fire ants, you don't know that it's just one of the worst things on the planet. Yeah, fire ants are so fucking stupid. My grandma would get shots like every two weeks for fire ants. Really? Yeah, because she was that allergic. Your grandma or grandpa? Grandma. Grandma. 
I mean, I get they live in Florida though, so like yeah, they, I, I just, just I, I remember also just going to the doctors with her regularly just to get her shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Florida, they're all over the place. Yeah. Here, they're all over the place too. Uh, you'll drive by, yeah. or at least I will drive by farms and shit, or just like sometimes I'll just be be driving and then like on the side of the highway I'll just see. Hundreds of fire ant mounds. Yeah. And I wonder if they're all like one family or if it's like like one colony yeah. or if they're separate ones. It's like, uh, I hate it when you by accidentally step in a pile, especially of them, because first you feel one and then all of a sudden it's like a bunch of mm-hmm. lights and it just... God. Whenever I work in like pine straw now, you'll get those like sugar like ants, like mm-hmm. the pine straw ants that don't bite on you and they'll crawl all over you, but I get just uh, like, you just start shaking all yeah. of them off because I think I'm about to just get eaten alive by ravenous little insects. We had, we, there was a good bit of fire ants um, in uh, Eagle Village. Mm-hmm. And so then, I was on the first floor too, though, so. Yeah. I don't think I ever, I don't think I've gotten bitten. Oh, no, I've gotten bit by fire ants, but I haven't, like, seen a lot of fire ants yeah. bad recently. That also was in large due to, like, I'm not going to say her name, but she, like, left a lot of food like on the ground and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it's, yeah and then Tra- also she you guys like, were on the second floor though no we were on the first floor were you yes and that was also the so frustrating because oh, they leave the door Village. yeah i thought you meant in freedoms no okay. no no um but they'd like leave the door open all night long oh. like it cracked open and it's like uh, unsafe like i'd walk out and be like ah oh, that was open all day it's pretty easy to get into those dorms i remember yeah, uh, like if you're just walking behind someone one, one of my friends lived there and i was like trying to get in and he wasn't answering his phone and i just saw someone walk in and just walked in behind yeah. him and walked up to their dorm um but no the other thing was like during like rush or something she had put her bag down in an ant pile and then like that's what brought it back and then her poor hygiene habits yeah not hygiene but just take out yeah yeah. and uh and this is also in states but on the disc golf course there weren't like giant mounds everywhere but just out in like the flat grassland they were just like i guess they lived in holes because i would set my bag down to like throw and then i'd pick my bag up and could be covered in fire ants and so I like I just started keeping my bag on when I was in the, like those areas yeah. just because they were so bad, which it was luckily only hole eighteen. But yeah, I was like I started like warning people and stuff because you didn't you yeah. wouldn't think that there would be answers. It's just grass, and you look on the ground, they're just mm-hmm. running everywhere. They live in holes instead of hit mounds, hills. Yeah, I don't reason. work for Auburn Housing anymore, so I can say this, but they have a huge ant problem in every single dorm there. Auburn does. And their solution is that they, especially this year, um, they gave every floor Windex and just told them to spray, spray them with Windex. And they also have a mold problem, too. In the older ones, but that's I think that's pretty widely understood that that's because a lot of people put like they know it's not like a secret that those storms are almost 100 years old like a lot of people are attracted crazy to that. that old yeah people just are all about tradition there so mm. like actually those are the more popular dorms because they're like oh like my grandma lived here so oh, that's I, I wonder here. if they're in the same room as they're like yeah grandma, really? so many want to be in the same room as their grandma and parents yeah and... that causes so much conflict yeah it's awful yeah <laughs> And there's 
it's like, I mean, there are still people in college who, when they're seniors, their parents do everything for them. But I think freshman year is the worst because the parents oh, are like, for sure. Because a lot of the kids aren't even trying to do things for no, themselves. No, I mean, but. yeah, a lot of the kids didn't even put in their application in the first place, which is crazy. And their parents did it? Or like, no one did it? Like, the, yeah, like, especially the housing, the parents did it. Mm hmm. And then they call and complain when their kid yeah. didn't get it. Like, I just could not wrap my head around it. I did not realize that it was going to be such a job revolved around talking to parents. <laughs> I think it's, like it's okay for, or it's more okay for parents to help with, like, getting the kid into college, like the freshman year stuff. Mm -hmm. But after that, I think the kid should do yeah, they need to stop. At, at least 90% of the stuff themselves or yeah. try to. Like, I understand if you, like, are trying to figure out how to pay something mm -hmm. and you can't figure it out and you call your parents. But that's... Yeah, I, I mean, I it was incredibly stressful that I did everything on my own and my parents just didn't look into anything, but at at the same time I'm very thankful for it cuz like I figured everything out. And yeah, and now you're much more mature because of it. Yeah. But yeah, like I realized that was like a bias of mine like when I was like dealing with all these parents, I was like, why are they why can't the kids just figure it out? And I was like, oh, most parents probably still help to this mm. point. It's yeah. just I, I know my mom helped me freshman year yeah. a good bit. And so Yeah, my parents don't even know like how you would even approach paying tuition. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember my mom also she mentioned to my sister like on the phone a couple weeks ago, she was like, So like have you sent your check into the university and like she was like what and then she was like you know like to pay them to go to school and maybe it was just like i i handled it and i don't send it in the mail like yeah it's not the 50s yeah college now just kind of feels like high school too like you essentially have to go to it to get a good job and then you still don't get a good job when you go to it yeah. unless if you have a really good idea and you make it you know mm-hmm but no it's almost like you have to go and go into debt and it's just unfortunate. It's too expensive. It doesn't need to be that expensive. No, but the secretary of education, whatever, she, she was never a teacher or anything yeah. like that. She, her family runs student loan businesses. It's interesting too. With I the, believe I'm not, I don't really care. Yeah. With the pandemic, do. though, it is interesting that everyone's almost on like a sorry, it's almost like on a level playing field with this remote learning. Like, what makes a university different from another? Yeah. And it's really going to show like. Even if you're paying for a name, it's all about how you're going to develop the student. It has nothing to do with the name. If I was an upcoming freshman, I would just defer for a year because just yeah, yeah. Because your fresh like uh, it's so stupid to get your do your freshman year remotely because it's not going to be a good learning experience, and you're not going to get the college experience. Like, yeah. There's no, I mean, I would feel sad about an awkward deferring, but mm. and coming from someone who's already gone through it, I would personally defer because these schools are not set up for online learning. They clearly can't handle it well and no one wants to. And mm. it's just going to be a shittier experience than you would have as an in-person. Yeah. But, or you could go to an international school if they'll let Americans in because <laughs> they're doing handling yeah. things much better than we are yeah. yeah well i'm i don't know i think i have a negative outlook but i think it's gonna be like this for more than yeah i mean yeah and more than just deferring a year mm -hmm. unfortunately i think 
I mean, it seems like old old, old Don is kind of coming around. Like he's wearing a yeah, mask. Yeah, I mean, I least, I just but. mean it from like a vaccine standpoint. Yeah, I mean that they're hoping. I think they said September is when they're hoping to have like the first like vaccine ready. Really? Yeah, that's what they're, that's what I saw on okay. like a Reddit source. Because so. I thought it takes How like a full is, year to be ethical and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I don't really I'm not keeping up with it too much. I'm just trying to wear my mask and yeah. be a good citizen. I did see because someone in a group of men sent like a like the post Donald Trump made of him wearing a mask and stuff, and there were so many comments that were like, "No, they like don't wear a mask, like all this stuff, like you're imp- right. impeding on our rights." And like, <laughs> just, just quit, it doesn't quit, have to be political. It's quit, just about your health. Down. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the liberals like, trying to take your yeah. rights. It's just people trying not to get everybody sick. And yeah, yeah. everything just has to be a, be politically motivated. Well, it's know. just such a triggered climate for mm. anything. We're just still such a young country, and we haven't figured everything out. Yeah. Eventually, in a hundred years, we'll have socialized healthcare and not radicalized yeah. everything or maybe and we won't even be a country anymore maybe maybe we'll because we're essentially just 50 small countries trying to yeah. survive as one hopefully hawaii will get their independence i know <laughs> yeah. hawaii doesn't need to be a u.s state i wonder i think Ala- i think alaska likes being a state i don't know but the inuits may hate it i don't know what i was thinking like it'd be interesting to see if, like, any of the U.S. territory... I mean, I know Hawaii is a state, but, like... Like, I'm, Guam and stuff? Yeah, like, if... Puerto Rico. Because um, it'd be easier for them to shut, like, borders and stuff down. Like, because going in between states, nobody really, you know, regulates mm-hmm. that. But Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what effect that has, but, I mean... Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even know. It just all, all these like older countries, like even Canada, who's like not older, that they're just kind of doing things right by realizing, oh, if the government kind of pays for medicine and stuff, it's not shitty, and people live, and we're already paying for the government to do stuff. Why can't we pay for them to benefit us? Yeah. But we're a nice little little petri dish to see how well radicalized capitalism works, and how if you from a from when they first plop down in a school seat, if you just drill in their mind that capitalism is the only know, safe way I, and that socialism is evil. Because now it's not even... Like, I was talking to someone... Oh, sorry for interrupting you. Well, I mean, like, about education. Like, I could rant about this for hours. But, like, really, if you compare our education to, like, our grandparents, nothing's really changed, and that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Everything else has changed except for that. And so that's like yeah. a big sign why we're not changing because mm-hmm. we're still teaching the same. It's because the people the people who make money off of it don't yeah. want it to change because the people who control the government are making millions of dollars off it, billions of dollars. And if it changes, that's not going to keep happening. Yeah. It will. People can still be millionaires and billionaires in a socialized economy, but I don't know. Um, like I was on the golf course, not golfing. I was just taking pictures, uh, the other day. And I said to my, I was telling my friends how my mom likes socialism. He's like, what, why it's never worked before. It's like, no, that's on pay. Like at least I don't even know if communism is kind of working in China. It's not like a great time, but it's not fun, but they're like, yeah, it's never worked before. It's like, well, 
that's actually communism is what has never worked before, quote unquote. It looks good on paper, but it's never worked before. Socialism works in 32 out of 33 developed nations, for, or 32 out of 33 first world mm-hmm. countries. It, it's just, it's, the word socialism is just communism now yeah. to people. It's just a trigger word because if you, you talk to someone from like Birmingham, Alabama and say like, hey, do you want all this stuff? They're like, yeah, it's like, oh, well, this is a socialist. And no. No, thank you. I'm not going to take take money from a damn socialist. It's like, all these people who live in trailer parks would be living much better lives if there was free health care. And even like to go as far as like Andrew Yang, like universal basic income, I think that's a good idea. Because why shouldn't mm-hmm. it be a thing? Because we work hard and it's like you, you can keep working hard and make more money. Why do you yeah. care about them having something if yeah, why can, can't uh, people... You, you will also get it, but you can just make... Like, yes, you work hard, but you will have more than them if you work hard. Why mm-hmm. can't they just have anything, though? Why can't they just live? Yeah, we, people aren't happy with having what they have. They have to know that other people don't have mm-hmm. it to be happy, and that's more of a psychology thing, I think. I don't know. But it's also uh, politically ingrained in us to be us against them and it's, yeah it's like a competitive pick, thing yeah, yeah picking who the thems are mm-hmm. the lazy good for nothing socialists who just want free everything no i just like i i work and can't afford i'm on my parents health care right now but with the way things are going now i would be able to afford health care if i were on my own but i still want to and i could live a comfortable life but I still want to pay more taxes so that other people can have free mm-hmm. health care. Because I would like, if I get down on my luck or whatever, I would like to be able to have free health care and mm-hmm. not be turned away at the hospital. I don't know. Yeah. Should just move to Germany or Switzerland or France. That's what should happen. Because then... I wonder how many, like, big, like like, huge movies there are that were made in Germany that are German that we just don't know about because it's not Hollywood. Probably a good Because I know, like, Hollywood and stuff came from the United is the United States, and, like, there are probably way more movies coming out of Hollywood mm-hmm. or the United States that are translated that are also big there, but... Because I, I mean, Parasite was huge, and that's a South Korean movie, I believe. I wonder what it's like, what, what like, the cinema world is like in other countries that we mm-hmm. just don't care about because it's not American. Yeah. Cinema, I don't know, international cinema. Because it sounds like international cinema is all this super small, like, mm-hmm. oh, these German guys made a movie. But there's probably, like, giant, big-budget German movies. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I want to look into that. You could change your... Because um, technically, isn't Netflix global? Like, couldn't you change your country of origin? I think so, yeah. Because I know that certain con- some people will do that to try to get like a get to see a series mm-hmm. before others, like because it'll release like in yeah a certain place before another. But I, but on Netflix, it's hard to tell what's like a big movie and what's a Netflix movie. Yeah, there's so many like garbage small. Cause, yeah. I mean, like we've seen or we've start barely started watching a few shows that. Because I would much rather read subtitles. Yeah, I, I hate it when the mouth this, doesn't. But when they dub it over in English, it's like. Uh, yeah. Is this a? Oh, yep, they're speaking German, but 
yeah, speaking that's French funny. and because yeah. you do get used to subtitles. Yeah, because like I would rather hear what they're saying than hear like mm-hmm. like someone be like mouthing so, like feel it's like bad yeah. puppetry or something or uh, what what's that called? Uh, like the puppetry thing. It's it's like parakeet? a fan- what? Um, like parakeet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the ventriloquism, oh, like yeah. bad ventriloquism. Yeah, my brother watches a lot of telenovelas with the. Uh, Closed captioning. Really? Like it helped Span- him a lot uh, with the Spanish, though. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's all that. Like, I-, I wonder how many, like, big Spanish movies and stuff there are. Because mm-hmm. there's got to be, like, just, like, people's culture. Sen- that's essentially what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's just, I- if there is very large thing or if, like, movies just are kind of like an American culture type deal that people in, like, germany and stuff clearly would like i would think but don't it's not like part of their culture to make it i don't know or maybe it is and we're just in a bubble yeah i think that's definitely what it is because french cinema is huge at least it was huge in what making cinema what it is like Mm -hmm. italian cinema was pretty big because french was like the first ones that like broke all the rules and Mm -hmm. kind of paved way for kind of it was very avant-garde at the time what yeah it doesn't have to be happy ending that like and then just like the way they edited things and shot things and that kind of like influenced the way that we do things now and mm-hmm. cer- to a certain extent it's still re- it's very old so it's like still it's very rough around the edges yeah but i don't know yeah there's got to be like because i mean like the uh, the huge fi- like the Cannes film festival is in france mm-hmm. that's that's a massive one but yeah there's definitely a huge world of film outside of the u.s i'm sure lauren can probably tell us because i mean he's in switzerland so lauren i don't know i'm looking as if i'm looking into a camera right now just because it's uh muscle memory but lauren if you could comment down below and let us know what it's like in your shoes being in switzerland like the world of cinema i would be i'm very interested to know your take on it sorry i got that again it's okay Oh, it's very hot outside. I'm very sweaty. Yeah. It's been very hot this entire time. Very yeah. hot week. Yeah. Sitting on the beach is hot, and I don't really enjoy it that much. The house is hot. The house is hot. It's it's cooler than it has been in the past. Yeah. Everything's just hot, you know? Yeah. Hot and slow. Hot and slow. That's what they say about you. <laughs> You're hot and slow. I'm not slow. You're hot, though. I'm not hot. That was just my my finger touching Maggie's skin, (laughs) and there's nothing that can prove otherwise because it's only audio. Mm -hmm. Do all sorts of sound effects. At least we could have if this episode wasn't over. It's over? Yeah, it's over. How much time did we do? It's like 40 minutes. It can be a short one. Unless you, ha- unless you have some more things to talk about. No. What? No one do you want to talk about? You keep all your other guests for approximately 55. Okay, but- talk for 15 minutes. Oh, no. I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to cut you, get you off the hook. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for what? Also, we've had multiple hours that were sub 50 or multiple episodes that were sub 50 minutes. I would say your average is like 55. Huh? Yeah, definitely. But we also have no camera this time and it's very impromptu and yeah. I'm very sleepy and have to edit this directly after filming. Yeah. So I don't really care about it being long. Okay. And maybe short ones will be more enticing to viewers. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.